0: to another fact podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, happy spring here in Minnesota. We finally are getting some warm weather. You'll probably hear some birds in the background because I am not in my office recording this. So you can sometimes hear the birds flying around the trees in the backyard. So I apologize as some of that background noise breaks through. But again, this is a real podcast. (laughs) And I simply flip open my laptop and start talking. I think today I want to cover something that uh, is really important for tomorrow. Tomorrow is May 11th, 2023. Many of the pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic policies are... You know, they're coming to an end. So basically, the pandemic legally is over as of tomorrow, Thursday, May 11th, 2023. And I want to sit back and just look pre-pandemic, pandemic a little bit, and just really get a handle on the American lifestyle. What does that mean? What does the American lifestyle mean? The modern American lifestyle and how toxic it is. And I I just don't want to talk about, you know, the foods we eat, though, we're going to talk about that. The non-exercise, we're going to talk about that. But I also want to talk about isolationism. And it's a big political, social um, thing I want to talk about. A a viewpoint. And why don't I just start with that? Let's start with the social cultural. Um, My, uh, my two kids and my wife recently came back from a trip from Rome. My kids are in Latin class, and you know part of their Latin class was to take a trip to Rome every couple of years. Well, guess what um, they went over there and they did a lot of hiking, a lot of walking. but it was interesting you know what they said about that lifestyle over there how people walk, they bike, and people move a lot more than they do here in America. Here in America, you know, especially since um, our farming, our rural things are becoming more corporate. You're getting larger and larger corporate farms and getting away from smaller, smaller farms run by one family. And, of course, if you have a small farm, you are busy as can be. You are exercising all the time. Well, over there, you walk everywhere. You're walking, walking, walking. That is not a big habit all across America we're driving places more we're wanting fast food it's part of our culture we don't sit down and talk and chew and digest anymore we slam a mcdonald's hamburger with mcdonald's fries burger king shake and we expect that that semi food to be digested and that food is full of preservatives so it can last longer on the shelf that makes total sense and but it doesn't help in your body Those are chemicals that have been added to help it stabilize. Now, that is a food science miracle. That means food can stay around longer. So maybe in third world countries, we can ship it to them. But unfortunately, during the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, we never looked at some of that food science and what it did to the body. The goal was to alleviate famine and for some companies, hey, if my box of cereal can stay on the shelf another six months and it still tastes good, then I'll make more money. I don't have to destroy the food because it goes bad. You know, it's not like putting out a fresh organic banana on the dining room table. I'm looking at a fruit bowl right now and watch it go bad before I can eat them all. So what does that mean to our lifestyle, how we live? Well, Even in the cities, even a hundred years ago, you had small fruit and butchers and vegetable dealers that you went down to the street, got your fresh produce, and walked back up to your city flat or your city apartment and made the food for today. When did you buy the food? Today. When did you get the food? Today. Not weekly, not going to Costco or the big discount boxes and, you know, getting two weeks worth of food or a week's worth of food, you know, you, you basically, every day, part of your lifestyle, part of what you had to plan for is, okay, I need to have some things for breakfast around. But basically, lunch and dinner were prepared, um, you know, pretty fresh. We've changed from that. And, of course, it's more convenient. It's more convenient to have things in the refrigerator for a couple days or a week or two, things in the freezer for a week or a month, and prepare those. Well, how healthy does that make us? Does that change our, our gut biome, our gut being our stomach, small intestine, large intestine, liver, pancreas, all associated organs? And if you think about it, you know, our bodies were not set up for that. They were set up for hunter-gatherer. You ate daily pretty fresh food because if you didn't eat fresh food, you basically died from some type of food poisoning or infection. So you're constantly, your your gut was being nourished with real food. Nowadays, things have changed. And even in a recent study that came out just a couple days ago, that, you know, I've been jumping up and down saying there's always a connection. We're finding that a a small infection from a pretty common bug may be the cause of Parkinson's disease, a neurodegenerative disease, movement disorder that kills many people, killed my mom. And what blew my mind is, well, this is a pretty common bug. It shouldn't be getting through our intestines. Our own healthy bacteria—that's part of us, you know—that's um, why you take probiotic foods or probiotics in a bottle. Um, they should take care of this, you know, pretty, pretty malign, pretty mild bug, and you, you probably shouldn't even feel the infection from it, or it's, you know, it being in your body. Your body should clear it out. Your immune system, your gut should clear it out. And now we're finding out, no, this is this could be from. Parkinson's could be doing this. Parkinson's could be, excuse me, could be caused by this small bug in there. And that led me to today's podcast to kind of look at, it's like, wow, we really do have a toxic lifestyle. Probably if we looked at the gut biomes, that's the healthy bacteria in our our gut that help us digest things. If we looked at the gut biome over decades, you'll find it's getting weaker and weaker. And that is a big part of our immune system. And after going through the pandemic, why I've referenced it in the introduction to this podcast, if we look at our gut biome during that whole pandemic, oh my goodness, we, we forced ourselves to get weaker and weaker. We forced our immune systems to get weaker and weaker. We continued to eat junk food. The, the fast food restaurants were open, but a lot of the big restaurants weren't. They had the drive throughs and that's usually your fast food, right? thank god they decided to, to allow restaurants to stay open for curbside pickup or um, delivery only thank god you could at least get some things but what blew my mind is next to my clinic there's a mcdonald's and the line during the pandemic got longer and longer that line for say lunch would start say at 11 and it'd still be long and there was two drive-thrus. they you know they had to add an extra drive-through It was still long at 1 o'clock during the pandemic. And I'm like, you have to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me that people are not that educated. People are not that educated that by slamming that hamburger, and I'm not against a McDonald's hamburger. Please hear me. I like a Big Mac once in a while. You know, I know what I'm eating, though. It's not real food, you know. (laughs) Once in a while, we watch TV. We know these are real events, but we want to be entertained. I kind of like entertaining my taste buds once in a while, and I think that's okay. You have some people on one side of the fence, you know, squeezing that tree too hard and saying, no, no, that would never go in my body, and that's okay for you, and you have other people who eat at McDonald's every day, and, whoa, that's not too much. I'm more middle of the road once in a while, but I know I'm eating something toxic, Okay. That there's not much food value here, and I may have some consequences the next day or three. But that's a choice. But during a pandemic, during a stress to the immune system, there's no way I want to be eating that junk, right? Because you want to be as strong as humanly possible. Strong as humanly possible. So why aren't we, why aren't we working on that? Well, here's what we did during that. We scared everybody with false information. There's a lot of false information they were saying, or at least they thought was good information and became false later, and they never, ever apologized for their false narrative. You know, maybe they spoke too soon before all the numbers were in or all the science was in, but, of course, you know, they never apologized. And the reason they didn't apologize is they wanted to keep that social-cultural authority. Well, guess what? You did a good job. By not apologizing, people still believed you instead of saying, hey, you know, we just don't know yet. And this is what we're seeing. Here's the trends. Well, the trends we did see is that people that had poorer food value in their diet, in other words, some city people, people that were poor, slow economics, they got sicker than the people who had higher economics. And No one talked about that. I noticed that the people that could eat better did better Wow, the people that lived better did better and I mean live better I'm not talking about what size house you have or what kind of car you drive. I'm talking about do you exercise? What did they do during the pandemic? They closed the gyms. Well, you're getting too close um, You didn't close the grocery stores. Well, you gotta get the food out. I know but you didn't close the grocery stores You needed to keep the gyms open. Why? because that's the healthiest thing for your lymph system. Your lymphatic system runs on muscular contraction. You moving around pushes that part of the immune system. Wow. And guess what? It controls stress, which improves the immune system. So just exercise was, had to be talked about. I saw people walking around the block with a mask on, like the air outside was going to get you. Wow. When you needed that fresh air, when you needed that exchange of the biome out there, you needed that to strengthen your immune system. Little tiny exposures to bugs, to viruses, to fungi, to pollen. We need a little bit every day to strengthen our immune system. If our immune system isn't quote unquote lifting weights every day, you get weaker and sicker. And that's important to think about. How do you run your life? Now I'm not telling you to be like Pigpen on the Peanuts comic strip where you roll around in dirt, what I am telling you is you got to get out in the fresh air and be exposed to what's out there. It was amazing how we ran this toxic lifestyle. And the toxic lifestyle just continues. Now that we've had people sitting around on the couch watching Netflix for three years, trying to get them up and moving is pretty hard. This is just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. So what can you do? Well, first, work against disinformation. Learn how to eat. There's a lot of information on the Internet. There's a lot of good books. Just start learning about what's good to eat and what's not. Start focusing on getting good, clean water, protein, vitamins, and minerals. If you have to take a vitamin and mineral supplement, go ahead. you got to get them in. The reason the FDA and all your medical doctors don't say take a multivitamin is because they've been taught not to do it. Well, when you're in a religion, you don't you don't learn that the other religions are valid. Guess what? Take a multivitamin, multimineral tablet with your biggest meal, and that increases the nutrient value of that meal. Really, try it, unless you're eating pure organic, which is hard to do these days. They didn't even recommend on TV trying to take a multimineral or multivitamin to strengthen your immune system during the whole pandemic. You heard a little bit of vitamin D once in a while if you look for it on the Internet, but not on the daily newscasts. So that should tell you there's misinformation out there, complete misinformation, or at least they're not giving you the information. What do they call that? A sin of omission, a sin of omission. They omit it telling you the truth. You know how that is with your kid where they said, well, I didn't lie. Well, you didn't tell me you did take the cookie from the cookie jar. So again, that is what we're dealing with in America. Maybe other countries. Again, when my kids came back, they were tired, they were sore. They also said the portions were smaller there. The food was completely fresh. And they exercised. A completely different way of life. We're gonna work on how America is steeped in fear. We're gonna really work on that especially with the last few years, and I'm just not talking the pandemic, how we've been raised to be afraid of a certain ethnic group, social group, religious group. Um, We've been afraid of the air, going to school, each other. It's insane. We were raised in fear, and that fear destroys your body's ability to get stronger. It weakens you. It weakens you. And I'm not saying be dumb and when it's dark, find a nice, you know, secluded area and go walk through a dark alley holding your wallet in front of you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be smart. Lock your doors. Lock your car doors. am not talking that kind of fear. I, I, what I'm telling you is to start not being scared of your own body. Figure out how it works. Well, that's a lot of work. Yes, it is. But write down how much time you spend on TV, social media, every day. I bet you it's over two, three, four hours a day. Guess what? Why don't you take half of that time and work on, okay, I'm going to study how my body works. Let me start with some basic biology. Let me figure out diet and how it works in our body. What do foods do to my body? My body, not your body, not your neighbor's, not your Uncle Jed. Find out how foods work in your body because you're unique and different. And once you start taking notes and figuring out yourself, you'll be ever able to guide yourself through this toxic environment that's out there. You want to be a rebel? You want to be unique and different? Start thinking for yourself. And I'm not talking about politics, though I kind of am. You have to start thinking for yourself. Use your medical doctors and your chiropractors and your midwives and your nurse practitioners, all your healthcare professionals. As coaches and resources but remember your resources is only good as what information they learned and their experience right if you're over at Rome and you're talking to a Catholic nun they may not have heard of you know West Virginia Pentecostalism that doesn't mean West Virginia Pentecostalism doesn't exist it means they don't have that information that doesn't make them, and it. In other words, it doesn't make them dumb. It makes them a resource. They're an expert in what they know, but they're not an expert in the world, in life. And either is your MD, either is me. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. Do the research. I always tell people, go out there, and do the research. You'll be surprised. But sometimes I have people that I come against, you know, whether, you know, in a debate or in a conversation. And they haven't done their research, but yet they want to argue out of emotions because they want to be right. You know, well, I'm sorry. I don't like arguing with seven-year-olds that happen to be 50 years of age. I just don't. Do the research. And I don't care how many degrees you have after your name. You're only as good as you know. Do the research. Do the research. So, how can I start to reverse this path of being sick and tired and living in this you know, fear based, I don't understand how my body works, world. Start finding experts around you, resources around you that work. You have the internet now. There's plenty of things to start studying diet and exercise. I what blows my mind is I didn't hear recommendations for massage or chiropractic or things that help parts of your body move and balance your body. The you know we need more balance in life that means more balance with relationships relationships with your body and people going out there not doing it if you were if you were a athlete you would look for balance in workout intensity and recovery well part of your recovery is all these things if you have a weak immune system you have to do those things I can't tell you how many people would rather take a handful Advil than get their neck, back, or shoulder pain adjusted by a chiropractor or mobilized by a physical therapist or get a massage by a massage therapist. None of it makes sense to get, you know, to get their breathing and their movement corrected so they move better. I suggest maybe you find a resource. It may be a chiropractor. It may be a naturopath. maybe a midwife. It may be an MD. Some of them are pretty enlightened nowadays. It is 2023 but find someone who understands your body. And unfortunately, if you can't find someone, you have to do it yourself. So put on your big girl panties, pull up your boots by your bootstraps and get to work. Make the summer of 2023 the year that you will not be taken advantage of again, either by the media, either by People who think they're out there, you know, trying to help you with drugs, potions, or lotions, take control of at least your body, and that will help you control your life. And this has been another Fact Podcast.